I'm Andy Vinker, and this is Fit Pro Radio. Whether you're a fitness veteran or novice, this podcast is for you. I hope to share the good, the bad, and the real to help you fast track your career and help you find fulfillment and passion in the fitness industry. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fit Pro Radio. Yay. <laughs> I have a very special guest here. I cannot wait to introduce you to the one, the only, the charismatic, the kind, the super cool, oh my gosh, that was, and then also super, super fun, hilarious, um, exciting to follow Stacey Harkey. Oh my goodness. PhD, MD, MVP. (laughs) PMP, I don't know. <laughs> TNT. What an introduction. I was like, oh my goodness. She's like going in. I'm like, I asked. I'm, feeling, I'm like, who's on the show? Who's going to be on this? Is there another guest? <laughs> now behind you, the other guest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what if you get to know me better? And you're like, okay, I take back charismatic and kind. You can keep the rest. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was super awesome. I asked specifically if you had any titles and I told you. I would just follow my heart on what came. <laughs> so everyone should know I am not an MD or I do not have a doctor's degree or anything like that. But if he wanted to. If I wanted to. You would have it. You could do anything if you believe. You can just believe. You can follow your heart. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Super excited. So you are a local celebrity, if you will. Ah! <laughs> you are a really fun instructor and also oh. just a really great influence. On social media to like so many various people, which is so fun. I try. I try to be pretty authentic. One of my biggest things is like I, it's like a superpower we all have where it's like you can do so much good by literally just being authentically yourself, right? It's like, it's not like you have to reinvent the wheel or create a whole new algorithm or something. (laughs) You just literally have to be yourself and that is enough to like do a lot of good in the world. So I try to do that. It's a process though. It's like you get, that was the whole podcast. <laughs> you can't just, you can't just go in and tell them all the things right off the bat. I think it's time for me to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I'm super excited because that's really what we're talking about, basically, is how to be authentic to yourself. Yes. Um, I found you on Instagram a few months ago, maybe early in the year, January-ish. Okay. And the, that's the first thing that I saw. I, like, couldn't stop following your reels. One, because they're so funny. Oh, goodness. But then they're also just so real. Oh, and you. And it was... Like R-E-A-L? R-E-A-L and your R-E-E-L. Your reels so real. So real. <laughs> so realest reels I've ever seen. I like what you did that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's such that a dad very, joke. I don't crack a lot clever. of dad jokes. <laughs> but when I do crack a dad joke, it's that super really daddy. Super. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really appreciated. And oh, I, I've just, thank I, you. when I found out too that you were a fitness instructor, I was like, my brain like, blew up. Oh, well, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this guy. I need to get to know you Aww. and get you on this show. And so I'm super excited you're here. Well, let's chat. Let's do it. And so I want to introduce, well, we already introduced our topic, okay. but I want to reintroduce it Yes. by telling two brief stories. <gasps> okay. A tale of one girl, two different stories. <laughs> I, I cannot wait the I suspense. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, now the podcast is over. It's going too long. <laughs> one girl, <laughs> one two girl, different stories. Two stories. <laughs> it sounds story, like an old like, MTV show. Like, <laughs> like One girl, two different Welcome stories. Two different worlds. <laughs> yeah. 
That's, that's I've watched story. that show. I've watched that. Thank you. Well, now let me introduce you and tell you, mm. and then you can tell me if you'd really watch it. Okay. Okay. Once upon a time, <laughs> it was me. I was the girl. I was the one. Plot twist. I, <laughs> it was me. Um, I started teaching Zumba when I was just a wee babe. I started, I got this class and I took over a class for an instructor, which is already kind of scary, right? Super scary when everyone's really used to is. their person, it's very established, mm-hmm. and then you're brand new blood. So I go into this class, um, and that was a knuckle crack. Yeah, if you heard that, that was, no one no one broke a back, it was no, my knuckles. No, everyone is fine. <laughs> it's a habit <laughs> so I have, I, and I, realized, you know. I realized I did it so close to the mic, I was like, oh, did you see my face? Yeah. I was like, oh no. That's why I wanted to recognize. They think you snapped my neck in the middle of your story or something. <laughs> Stacey, this is my time to shine. <laughs> so sorry. Please. Start <laughs> over. We were, no, it was good. a dark and stormy night. Dark and stormy night. Teaching Zumba. <laughs> I go in to teach this Zumba class, and the first thing that somebody says to me, I walk in, plug in my music, so excited to start the class. I'm like, hi everyone, I'm Andy, and out of nowhere, this guy says, but do you teach like Jackie? And I said... I don't know. I'm like, I've seen her teach and we're kind of different. Immediately, the whole tone for the class, scared. But even, um, I even started the class by saying, you know, like, no, we're kind of different, but let me know what you think. I Mm -hmm. hope you like it. Um, And then after, like, the warm up and one more song, he was gone. What? As well as a few other people. No! And so I tried really hard to have some kind of feelings that were not like sit in my sit in the mm-hmm. little ball and cry so there's story one you just have to like push through too I'm like, oh. and it's like well now the energy is gone uh, <laughs> i'm just insecure pull happiness from a place that does not want to provide happiness mm-hmm. or something oh now my gosh I'm just sad um <clears throat> and so fast forward a few i'm gonna years take later. notes if you don't mind there you go <laughs> fast forward a couple years later I'm teaching at Gold's Gym, which is a scary place to teach if you teach a brand name format. Now it's Vasa. Just as scary. Um, And so I go and I teach and I introduce myself and I was subbing for an instructor that was very popular. And I say, hi everyone, I'm Andy. And again, out of nowhere, this one OG guy (gasps) says, but do you teach... Like Allison. Same guy? No, a different guy. Oh, I know, I was like, right? what a jerk. <laughs> He's following me at yeah. this point. No, a different guy. He says, do you teach like Allison? And I said, no, I don't. And he said, who do you teach like? And I said, I teach like myself. I can't wait to show you. Like, tune in for more, sir. Ended up having the most hype class and and being lifelong friends with this guy. Shout out to you, Perry, if you're listening. I don't Perry? know if you even know this exists. Perry. Yeah, his name's Perry. So um, wait. So the first class was Zumba. The second class was also Zumba. Also Zumba. Mm-hmm. How far? How long? How much time was in between the two? Probably as far as like teaching like the first four one or five teach, years. When you said entered the first Zumba class versus entering the second one, mm-hmm. wow, so different. Um, and some so growth that happened the, in those four to five I years. Know. So much growth. Mm. Um, but I think the biggest thing that helped me was when I learned to belong. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people. We all want to be liked. We all want to be loved. We all mm-hmm. want to belong human just needs um and i don't think there's anything wrong with that desire to be like loved and liked but you have to know like where that's coming from and why and so for me it changed when i learned to love and belong to myself first right like little maya angelou moment yeah wait break that down for me love and belong to yourself first Mm -hmm. and so something that i was really impressed with when I found you is 
that's kind of what you do. That's what you are. That's what you embody. I'm very like un uh, like unabashedly myself. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's so good because I like I want to know, and I wrote this down because it came to my head. I want to know you. Ooh. How did you get there? How did you stay there? Ooh. And how do you teach from there? And and I want to invite like everyone to think about that. Like when it comes to belonging to yourself, how do we get there? How do we stay there? Mm-hmm. And how do we teach from that place? Because that that young instructor that was like so destroyed at the other people's opinions, at the fear that no one was gonna like me versus this other side of me that was like, I'm gonna show up a hundred percent myself. Mm-hmm. Take me, take it or leave it, and I'm just gonna have fun. You know, it's like how. So you, you, Stacy, how do you get there? Ooh. Tell me your journey. Tell me about yourself, and maybe you can even give us your story. Your yeah, let's, let's get some context, yeah, right? Let's, let's get in. Because I am, um, I am in Utah. Yeah, it's like a pretty conservative Christian state. Um, went to school here. Love Utah. I am gay. I'm black. I am under five six. Like a lot of struggles. <laughs> I'm <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually love. I love being a short king. <laughs> but um, I kind of come from like a. I feel like a lot of people don't think of me when they think of Utah, and in fact, Utah doesn't necessarily have like the best track record with the black community or the gay community. So I think I mean just to give context to like, there were a lot of reasons to not be myself. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. The fear. Me did you grow up trying here to figure, too? Huh? Did you grow up in Utah? Well? No, I, I'm okay. from Texas. Okay, cool. Sorry, which is that. not much better, right? <laughs> it's like Texas. So conservative. Actually, but I love Texas, but it's a very, like, yeah, very conservative. I grew up in a really conservative Christian home. Like, my mom is the kind of person, if someone's not saying the Pledge of Allegiance, she's like, you put your hand on your heart and you respect the troops. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, which I love. And I think that's why I, like, love America so much and love, you know, the places I belong to. But um, that's kind of just some insight to me. And I got into fitness. And I don't know if you know this story, but I got into fitness because um, I worked for... Oh, I'm spilling the tea. Yeah, I was trying to leave names out, but I forget not to. <laughs> Whatever. I used to work for a station called BYU TV. I went to BYU. Loved it. Went to BYU TV. I worked on my sketch comedy show called Studio C. And so I have this comedy background. I was going to be a lawyer, but comedy sucked me in. It's like fitness. That's it found very me. different. It's really weird. Yeah. Comedy and lawyer, yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted to make money. And then the <laughs> comedy life was like, psych. Um, and so I'm working for BYU TV. I just graduated. I'm so excited to be like, have a full-time job, you know, all that stuff. And I get pulled in by the producer of the show. And we're sitting down. He's like, hey, I'm going to be level with you. You're gaining too much weight. And I was like... He said that? He was like, you are getting too big and I was like this wasn't I wasn't like a model for anyone I was on a comedy show yeah. you know what I mean um but I was completely caught off guard and he was like listen we don't have the budget to buy you new clothes and so you need to find some way to like manage your weight or something and I instant like wave of insecurities right like yeah. like already I was like kind of insecure about being a bigger guy you know like eh, but then all of a sudden I'm like at work and I'm like everyone yeah. thinks I'm fat and it's like to the point where it's like affecting my job it was kind of um wow very daunting and so I had a friend pull me under their wing and uh I started working out with this friend and almost and I feel like this is how it is for men it's so unfair but almost immediately like losing weight right 
and I'm like dropping pant sizes <laughs> and I'm like slimming it up a bit. I've always been a big dude. I always will be, but I was like, I went from like real thick to just like medium. How many thick. C's on the thick scale? Three C's. I was two a thick C's. with three C's. I three. liked it too. Um, and then now I'm just a thick with two C's. But um, I lost actually so much weight that they had to buy new clothes for me anyways. Which I was like, that's what you get. Suck it. And they actually were really happy to. Which I was like, that's why I was like, oh, this wasn't about buying new clothes, was it? Yeah. You just didn't want a fat guy on your show. Oh, anyways, so I start losing all this weight. And I have all these insecurities at the forefront, and people are complimenting me. And um, at a certain point, I like realized that like even though I lost all this weight, like my insecurities didn't go anywhere. Like I was still insecure. If anything, I was more insecure. I was more focused on what the yeah, scale you're said. More body conscious. More scared of what people thought of my body. Wow. And it kind of like hit me, kind of just like a train. I was just like, oh my gosh, it like came to me that I wasn't trying to work out to lose weight. I was trying to work out to feel better about myself. I was trying to work out to feel a sense of love for me. I was trying to work out to feel worth. I was trying to feel um, accepted by myself and my peers. I wasn't working out to lose weight. And I feel like that was like the number one step for me in this process of authenticity, like being myself unabashedly was understanding why I was working out. Um, and I tell people often in my classes, I'm like, listen, you get to a point where we're exhausted and I'm not saying aesthetic goals are bad or wrong, but I need you to go deeper. Like, why do you want what you want? Like, why do you want it? Is it insecurity? Is it fear? Because losing the weight is not going to make those go away. You're treating a symptom, right? Yeah. Anyways. Love so that. yeah, that's like step one was like, okay, like I have to admit to myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? It's like AA. Yeah. Ex- yeah. <laughs> the first step. I was like, I'm not familiar with the steps, but I think <laughs> but from what I've heard, one. they all sound great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we should all be doing those. <laughs> So yeah, it was like understanding why I was doing what I was doing. And then I realized I had this like process of transforming fitness into um, my like stress relief or places where I connect with other people or places where like I stopped focusing on the scale as much and started focusing on um, like performance where it was like, how much farther can I run? How much more can I lift? You know, to like take away that like goal. I was like, my goal wasn't to wasn't to lose weight. I mean, it was a great byproduct. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't like mad, but I was also like... <laughs> That wasn't the focus. It didn't make me happier. Um, okay, so yeah, step one. Sorry, I, I no, feel like I, I rambled it. for a while. No, I'm like totally I'm following. Like, any thoughts, <laughs> you stop me and let me know. No, just keep on going. Love it. And uh, step two, and I think that applies to a lot, right? Like, yeah. You're like going to school. You're putting yourself through this like rigorous thing. Like, why? Why are you doing it? Yeah. Are you doing it to learn more? Are you doing it to feel smart? Like, whatever. Or who are um, you doing it for? Yeah, who are you? Yeah. Yes, who are you doing it for? Um because it's not, it's not saying you're wrong, but it's just like we have power when we know the why behind like what we're doing things for, right? Absolutely. It's like you could dig deeper. You could really tap and like that why becomes a fuel source when you're tired or, you know, when you're in the middle of a class and you're like, I got no more energy. That why is like coal being thrown into like a steam engine. I'm like, oof, <laughs> gets things picked up. But for me, the process is after that was like, I want it to be more authentic in my day-to-day life. And I grew up, you know, I mean, I said, I was going to say I grew up gay, but I've like, been gay my whole life, but I came out when I was like 30, so like three or four years ago. Not long ago. Yeah, that's very recent. Yeah, it was like a little bit into my teaching, uh, like fitness and like cycle classes especially, that's where I started. Cycle classes, and then I became a certified personal trainer and started teaching a hit class and then a strength class and then conditioning camps, and I'm just like loving it, right? <laughs> 
So um, my theory on life is that we really want to be congruent with ourselves. Like we want the way we feel and the way we act to be in alignment. And it's so much easier said than done. Yeah. And so my theories on authenticity include two points. To be authentic, to really get that congruence, that like you hit you hitting your stride, feeling like owning yourself, you know, I think you need two things. First is the inward process of like learning who you are. You need to figure out who you are. Yeah. You can't just be yourself. You have to like figure out what that means first, right? And that's like learning who you are, learning your preferences. It's easy to be like, of course I like vanilla ice cream, but it's <laughs> tougher when it's like, how, do you appreciate when someone treats you like this? Or what would you rather be doing with your free time? kind of thing. I don't know. That could be kind of weird. But um, when it comes to like sexuality for me, I had to like admit to myself that I was gay, which was hard to do. Yeah. Right? And so that's the inward process of like learning who you are and what that means. And then the second phase is the outward expression of what you learned. So the inward process of learning who you are and then the outward expression, being that, yeah. right? Walking the and, talk. And they are so hard for different reasons. We are so culturally conditioned. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and preach to women about what it means to be culturally conditioned and how you should treat and how you should be in this situation and that and this. But it just comes with a, like being human, growing up in families and communities. It comes with that cultural conditioning, that baggage, right? Yeah. So the inward process, learning who you are, outward process, embracing that, right? And that is scary, like, cause, yeah, because you're like, it's scary to admit to yourself sometimes that you are, maybe you're gay or you, um, you know, like even other things, like maybe you, in, like in this community, it's really common to have a lot of kids. I had a friend who was like, I don't want kids. Yeah. And that was really hard for her to say. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, girl, we all got things like <laughs> you, you, you own that. <laughs> Not that it's even like a bad thing or no, whatever. But it's true because I think. Sorry to cut in. No, please cut in. I'm talking so it's much. The idea. No, I love it. I'm like, I could just listen all day. Honestly, <laughs> I'm so captivated. But it's that, I think it's just that idea of you grow up with expectations, whether mm-hmm. it's for yourself or people around you. Um, and it's the fear of not meeting those expectations. Mm-hmm. And, and again, what does that mean? And what does that mean? And who? And why? And like, why does it matter? And again, like we we're kind of talking off off the air, even just about fitness, but like unlearning mm-hmm. and like what we have Ooh. to unlearn for ourselves to be able to find what we believe, who we are, the why, like you said, the why behind it. And like, even in the case of your friend, it's like you grow up thinking, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have babies. I'm going to do the things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like be like this, you know, awesome housewife and all the things. I don't know. And when life plays out and you realize you're like maybe I don't want that and it's almost trying to let go of the guilt and the fear that I won't be accepted because I didn't fit this mold exactly yeah it's the fear of like do you feel like you won't be accepted do you feel like you're gonna yeah. be shunned do you gonna feel be like rejected? you're gonna you lose won't love belong. like we were saying you from won't beginning. Belong. You won't yes belong. yes and that's all we need is that mm-hmm. sense of belonging and so if what I do or what I believe is gonna affect that there's no way I'm gonna admit you know mm-hmm. what I mean and that's so scary. It's so scary. And it's like crazy to think about too, because like think about in your life, the people in your life, right? Like who, what could they do that would make you be like, I don't love you anymore or you don't belong here. Like it would take some pretty intense things. Right. And yet we like skew ourselves over like these small things, but I'm not saying that's crazy because that's what we do. do Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
twofold but process. It is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> and we're all in that basket. <laughs> it's like learning who you are, that inward work, and then the outward expression of that. And I think what you want, at least what I seek, is to get those in alignment, right? I want them to be on the same page. Yeah. And it's I think it's a lifelong process of like doing things and you're like, oh, why am I doing this? Is this for me? Is this for someone else? I'm not saying it's wrong to do things for someone else. Like, yeah. you have to do things for other people. Like, we live in a culture and a society. Yeah. But just like getting those, getting those in alignment. And for me, that was like, even like my teaching style. So when it came to like teaching cycle, man, I I was telling you this. I, someone came to a cycle class, one of the, Michelle, mm-hmm. one of the... Shout out to you, Michelle, we love you. Yes, Michelle, we love you. She's like one of my bosses now. And she was like, you should be teaching. And I was like, you're crazy. I can't even, I'm thick with three C's. I can't even breathe on this <laughs> three bike. Three level C's. I know, I was like, I can't breathe on this bike. You're crazy. You're wild. And she told me something that I just to this day don't forget. And she's like, like it's not about, like, you will like it's you'll change you'll change like that's what that's what fitness is right is we push ourselves we challenge ourselves and in the challenge we grow she's like don't worry about what you can't do yeah. you know what i mean like you will become stronger and better and the struggle is how you do it so if you run for the struggle it's not going to happen yeah. right but she was like you just they do it like you're you're bringing energy you got to lean into it like we can teach the rest and I was like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> That's a lot of trust. Man. Was she a stranger at this point, or did you know her? I knew her a little bit. She okay. would like come to classes. So she was she, kind like, of a stranger. She was like one of the bosses at one of the rec centers yeah. I went to. The gym. So this is this is a big deal. Yeah. That you took the step. Well, I was like, how she got me was, <laughs> I was thinking was about like, it, I and I was like, free <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I can get certified in cycle without having to teach it. True. That's how I tell people all the time. I'm like, worst case scenario, you get certified, you learn some more skills. And then you don't teach it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to. That's another thing, too, is like... Cycle. Yeah. exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I'm out of here. That's the thing is like, I want to tell people this all the time, too. It's like, what is permanent in your life? Like, stop. Yeah. We're like scared of doing something sometimes. And it's like, listen, you go on a date with someone and it's not great. Guess what? You don't got to go on any more dates. You get a new job. You're terrified. You think you might hate it. You work and do it and you hate it. Guess what? You can leave. Mm-hmm. Or on the other end, though, what if the date goes super well? What if the job is something you love? It's like, uh-uh, we don't, it ain't, uh-uh. Don't, don't, let, don't let the idea of something being bad, like, keep you from avoiding it. Because you can change your mind, it's right? True. You have options. Yeah, you have options. Anyways. <laughs> so leaning into, like, taking that element of, like, embracing myself and whatever, taking it to cycle was super helpful. Because being gay in Utah... Um, just like in general, it's just like, can be really scary. And I didn't want to, I knew, I knew when I came out that I was going to be like, like my friends were going to reject me. My family was going to reject me. I just knew it was like worst case scenario. Right. And, um, when I came out to them, that stuff didn't happen. Like some people felt weird ways about it, but they weren't like my loved ones. Right. And so being able to take that lesson from like, okay, growing up in this, doing something hard taking it to cycle. I was like, listen, y'all, listen, listen. And this is like, this is one of my philosophies on fitness too when it comes to instruction. Different strokes for different folks. Like, I don't think it was a bad thing. And like, this is gonna sound terrible. I don't think it was like bad that, you know, those people left the class that you were teaching the first time. Yeah. Because your goal isn't to make a class that everyone's gonna like. Exactly. It's like your goal is to give people a good workout. And I tell people, do your thing and let those that like that come to you. 
and let those that don't move on. Yeah. And I promise you, everyone's going to be happier that way. It's true. Everyone's going to be happier. And like, you won't exhaust yourself. Yep. Trying to please people. Mm-hmm. And then your people magnet to you. They totally do. Mm-hmm. The second, again, the second you own yourself, people love it. Literally cannot they, sustain they pleasing other people. Yeah. You're going to burn yourself out. Like you said, I love that you said, say it again, different. Strokes, strokes for different, different folks. folks. Yeah. Every, there's something for yeah. everyone. I like... I, I feel like I have a pretty good, like, group and community in some of the gyms I teach at. Um, and my classes are not for some people. Some people do not like my classes. And that is okay. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> like, well, it's just like, I'm like, I just don't make classes for yeah. everyone. I have, like, a unique style. And some people really like it and some people don't. I'm like, that's cool. You find a class that works for you. Yeah. As for me and my house, we're going to be <laughs> dropping a load of this song. <laughs> But uh, we have like, I'm like, you do your thing and let the people that like it come to you. That doesn't mean don't get better. Yeah. Because I, I constantly am trying to like get better and refine my game. But I make the class that I want to go to, right? I'm like, I make the class that I want to go to, that I want from a fitness class. And that is not going to be the same that, that other people, it's going to be the same thing other people want. So I feel like I rambled no, a lot. I love it. I'm like, I'm just soaking it in. Covered and a lot I, of ground. I even want to say, like, recognize how you said, it doesn't mean I don't want to grow. Um, because I think that is a huge issue that, you know, like, how do we get deep here? Um, anger is a really easy feeling to feel, Mm -hmm. right? So easy. It's so much easier to be angry than to think about what the real issue is. Mm. And so if there's an instructor that they get their feelings hurt, like that day when that instructor or when that person came up to me, I totally could have said, well you are the worst and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm my own and I'm really, really good and stuff. You kind of could have been like entitled to I totally could have been. I totally could have been. But it's like, one, did I have room to grow? Mm. Like emotionally and as an instructor? Heck yeah. Like I, when I was brand new, just like every other instructor, you're super hyped. You're all over the place. Mm-hmm. You feel the music so hard that you don't even know. Like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I'm not just dancing for yeah. myself. I have to teach people how to move too. But it's like, it's that opportunity when we have those maybe rejecting moments that we have to remember that being ourselves doesn't mean we get mad about it. Like, mm-hmm. well, if you don't like me, I don't like you and we don't want you. And like, it's not, does that make sense? Does oh make yeah, sense? for sure. Like there's always room for us to be like, okay, step back. Where can I grow? Mm-hmm. And then where can I let them go? Nice. Mm-hmm. But with, I don't think I'm going to rhyme, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you have so many catchy things I have to my own. I love it. My own, but, um, lots of t-shirt ideas. Lots of t-shirts. <laughs> We're going to get, whoever makes t-shirts out there, please write all these down. No Where stroke, can I grow? Different strokes. And when to let them go. Yeah, that's right. Bam. With a little hand. Yeah. Um, but it's the idea of like, just because not you're not for everyone doesn't mean you're not that's that's it Mm -hmm. like you are that you know i don't even know like how to put it into words i've just seen so many instructors and their careers so soon because of the fear of that rejection to the point Mm. that it hardens them so much that they're not open to growth they're not open to maybe this isn't my format maybe scary it is scary and it takes a lot of self-awareness and being able to have like really great friends Mm -hmm. very strong support team but then also being able to kind of go back, like you were saying, get, you know, like turn things inward and mm-hmm. figure out as a person, as an instructor, as whatever it is that I am that day, um, what do I believe? 
who am I and where can I grow in this? Right. I think you're bringing up something that I, another concept I love, the concept of like inner confidence, right? Um, And I think about that in the sense of like, so, okay. I'm like way into plants. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) I'm like way into house plants. I have like, I have like over a hundred. This is a new sign. Yeah. Yes. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Um, So way into house plants and some plants, a couple that I love. There's the Venus flytrap. Have you heard of it? Yes. Venus flytrap. It's this. Yeah, it's the one that like eats bugs. It like yeah, moves. It's those. flashy. It's, <laughs> it's like flashy. really cool. Like everybody <laughs> loves the plant, Venus flytrap. You would be the Venus flytrap. Yeah. You're saying you the, would be the, if, me. If you were a plant. Well, let's talk about the Venus flytrap. Okay. Um, the Venus <laughs> flytrap. The reason it eats bugs is because its roots, what it uses to take nutrients out of the earth, suck. Like they're like the worst, and it's just like and it's a finicky plant. While it's flashy and cool, if you like change something simple about its environment, like if you change the soil or change the type of water or the sunlight, it'll just like wither. The Venus flytrap is a slave to its external environment. Wow. Doesn't have bugs, does has one tiny change and it's gone. But it's so flashy and cool. Really and cut to another plant that I love called the ZZ plant. And it is the epitome of a simple plant. It's just it's a dark green, just doesn't move, right? Like the Venus flytrap. It just sits there. But this plant is also known as the plant of steel. And you can put that plant in a dark corner with no water and it'll like still grow, right? And the key is in its root system. Its root system ha- is very, very well developed and stores nutrients. So when things get rough, it has something to draw back on, right? And so I think about the Venus flytrap and the ZZ plant in terms of us. And it's so tempting to be a Venus flytrap. You want to be flashy. You want to be like you want. We all want that like recognition, right? Yeah. We want the reward. We like. Yeah. Um, But the thing about the Venus flytrap is that it needs external validation to live. And the second you change (laughs) something tiny, (laughs) the second someone doesn't tell you you're doing a great job, the second you get criticism, you wither, because you are not. You do not have. Like the ZZ plant, a developed inner system, wow. right? And I want to be like a ZZ plant. I want my sense of my resources to not come from external validation, but to come from internal validation, like internal support. Like, what do I believe about myself? Mm-hmm. Easier said than done, right? Because yeah. we, my listen. Gosh. Can we just stop and recognize <laughs> that was literally the most mind-blowing metaphor <laughs> I'm going to buy all the plants. I know, honestly. I love it. I, I love, love the plants. way you, like, verbalized all of that. Oh, my oh gosh. thank Keep you. Keep going. But I'm just like, we should be ZZ plants. And that means we have to develop a system inside, an inner sense of, like, resources so that when it gets shaky and things change around us, we don't crumble like the Venus flytrap, right? Wow. And I think about, to make it more applicable to life, <clears throat> like... The validation that like keeps you going. I love when people tell me I look good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but guess what? Bodies change yeah. in a span of a year. You lose, you gain, you change. And that's kind of, that's like, okay. It's like the seasons. It's okay. We don't get mad at the earth for getting cold yeah. in winter. We don't get mad at the earth. Sometimes in summer yeah, when it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, bodies change. And then one day if someone doesn't tell me I look good, am I going to be like, oh no, my worth was built on that thing. And what helps with me, what helps me is um, I look back to growing up, like being black in very like white spaces. Like people said some pretty hurtful things to me. And at a young age, my parents told me they were like, the world will not, will not recognize your worth. 
Not that like it's they're not they're not saying it's like a cruel war, but they're just like the world did not recognize your worth. So you have to. You have to, right? You have to know that you are bold, that you are innovative, that you are brave, that you are creative. You have to know these things because the world will give and take and you can't depend on the world, right? Um, and so I feel like that's some, a lesson that translated really well. Just like coming into like teaching my style and people would be like, I don't like your style. And I'd be like, that's okay. It's not for everyone. But I like my style, yeah. right? I like my style. And that was enough for me, at least in the beginning. Um, I had In my first classes, I had... Two people, and they were my friends who came to support me. They hated Cycle. They they came once, and they were like, "We can't keep doing this, man." Love <laughs> you so much. Yeah, I was horrible. <laughs> I made so many like weird mistakes, but you know what? We got to work out. And I was like, "Next time, I'm gonna come back better, and I'm gonna increase my library of skills and resources." And I feel like within the span of like, I don't I don't know how. F- how faster soon it happened. There was a point in my classes, people were like getting in fights out of my classes. <laughs> it actually was getting kind of dramatic when people were like fighting <laughs> to get spots. And to look back at little like, you know, frumpy Stacy who people just avoided his class like the plague to like packed house Stacy. I think the difference is I didn't stop. I let the struggle like help me grow. I like leaned into it like you lift weights, right? Yeah. If you run away from lifting weights, you're not going to grow your muscles. You're not going to get stronger. I let my muscles get stronger by struggling and then like believing that I had something to offer. Easier said than done. Yeah. Oh, so much. Yeah. So tell me then what would, I'm like, I have so many questions. Ask away. I talk so much. Annie. I'm so sorry. Literally don't ever apologize. Literally in this room. (laughs) Never. Never. (laughs) You can do no wrong. Mostly because I just, I have just loved learning from you and, and honestly, because you have, you really do have so much to offer. And so I'm like, as long as you're here, I'm going to ask all the questions. Ask away. (laughs) Ask away. Um, I have a bunch of theories. I'm like, I don't know how I was just sitting thinking about these things. Oh man. I'm like, we need a book inside (laughs) Stacy's head. Plantation, when I get a couple, when I get a couple like bodybuilding trophies, maybe I'll think about a book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so then... Because you were talking about this, I would love to hear your stance on like fake it till you make it. Ah, I um, it doesn't sound like you. No, I kind of hate that term. It. Yeah, me too. I actually, so when I go to class, me too. Yeah, I, well, I, I get the concept right of like yeah. you just like move forward, and I think most of the time people, and I know if you've seen this in classes where you like mess up and you'll be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. and then people didn't even notice. Yeah, they have no idea. Class. <laughs> you are your worst critic. We are our hardest, worst, like most intense critics, and. That is just humanity, and sometimes we got to just give ourselves some grace like we would for anybody else. And I feel like sometimes when people say nasty things, my mindset nowadays is just like, oh, you're just projecting. Like if someone's ever like comments on my body, I'm like, this is a projection of how you feel about your body. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like a personal problem, and I do not want you to bring it to my space. Or if someone, I just like, I just feel like nowadays I'm like, everyone's projecting. Our insecurities we project on other people. I have a friend who's really, um, like, he's, he's kind of really insecure about his calves and will point out people's calves all the time. Yeah, and I, and that's all he sees. It's like, it's like it's, it's what yeah. he's thinking about. It's like occupying his space. So I'm like, oh, we're projecting. And he's not, like, cruel about it. But I'm just like, this is it's what we do. It's something he sees. Yeah. So people project. Yeah. Also, I forgot the question. <laughs> fake it till you make it. Oh, fake it till you make it. <laughs> yes. I. So I'm going to tell you right now. I am, and I. this is maybe, like, a format thing, and I, I just hate 
when people are like, smile. I'm like, I don't want to smile unless I'm happy. Yeah. And right now, I'm sweaty. I got My eyes are stinging. <laughs> my butt hurts. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I tell people in my classes, I'm like, bring whatever you're feeling to the table. If you're angry, if you're pissed, if you are stressed out, you bring it to the table and you throw it in the workout. You throw it down. You get mad at me. Every now and then, I've, I... <laughs> I tell people they can express how they want, and I get some people be flipping the bird at me. <laughs> Dirty towels. I love it. Yeah, I, it makes me laugh. I'll be like, don't make me laugh, y'all. But I'm a big believer in just like bringing your real raw essence to the table. Because that's what I want to work through. That's what I want to work on. That's what I want you to like deal with or fight through or look past. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't love the fake it till you make it for the concept of like faking emotion. Mm-hmm. But if you're just like, you know what? You just do it and you just do it like you're the best one doing it. Like, I like that concept. Just like do it. And worst case scenario, you get some notes and learn a lesson afterwards. Worst case scenario is if you don't learn anything. That's like the worst case scenario. It's true. I'm just like, do your thing. Why don't you like fake it till you make it? I'm like, it's kind of the same thing. It's also, I feel like, okay, so here's when I like it. Mm -hmm. Beyonce. Ah. We love Beyonce. Shout out to Queen Bee if you ever listen to this podcast. Please. One day. She's like, she's when you're avid like, followers. Am I? <laughs> she's like, listening to my favorite podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> she said my name. Um, probably would be so excited to hear her name. I would lose but... it. <laughs> <laughs> so she said that when she goes on stage, she's not Beyonce. She's Sasha Fierce. Oh. She has her alter ego oh, yeah. of Sasha Fierce. Mm. And so I'm like, in that case, I feel like... Like, yes, we have to tap into this, not a different side of us, but like a heightened side of us. Mm-hmm. And and I think where it goes wrong is if people are like, I'm going to be like the craziest, mm. coolest person. When it's like, if that's <clears throat> not you, don't be that person. That's going to, people can tell. Yeah. It's going to feel really totally insincere. Tell. And so I think that's that's the side of fake it to make mm. it that I don't love is when they embody something they're not. Gotcha. It's like if you can take on your highest self, yourself that like, because even even in teaching, like I've had friends that they'll be going through the worst, mm-hmm. like personal life situations, divorce, heartbreak, mm. whatever it may be. And they show up to class and hope that the class will heal them. Oh, because they show up ready to fake it and mm. be like, I'm just going to get through this class and I'm going to hope everyone's energy just lifts me. Gotcha. And you know what? Like you said, like the class can tell, but then also it feels different. Yeah. It feels different and it feels off. Mm. And you can't, like your students can't necessarily tell why. They're like, well, they're kind of smiling, but there's something wrong. Mm. Yeah. And so that side of fake it till you make it, I don't love because you can't show up as your best. Like if you have stuff going on or if you're not very sure of where you are on that day, I think it's better to step back and be like, you know what? I'm just going to let somebody else that can be their best show up as their best. Yes. That can be that Sasha Fierce side mm-hmm. of himself, not necessarily the side that needs to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I all I like have started doing this, I don't know how long ago, and I just love it. It's so it's kind of the concept of like vulnerability yeah. as our Queen Brene Brown. Yeah. Talks another about. Queen Bee if you will. Right. Another Queen Bee also this is the show probably. <laughs> Queen, Both Queen, Queen Bees shut it out of Beyonce and Brene Brown. Kind of be like, oh <laughs> man, if I could best. if I could harness their powers. Seriously. Game over. Uh, but uh, I think about like vulnerability is like letting people see you. Yeah. And when I go to teach y'all, if I'm tired, you better believe I'm going to be like, y'all, 
I had a night <laughs> and I'll share a story. And I, I, I'm like, I'm not here. Like, I just, I'm not there as a comedian to put on a show for them. I'm there as a friend to fight through something with them. I'm there to like sit with them. I tell like this concept too is like, I'm there to provide you the battleground to get what you came to fight for. Right. Mm-hmm. And if that is like to relieve stress, come in battle if that is to just enjoy some music in the company of others bring it if that is to fight for some goal that is eluding you or that you're reaching for like bring it i am not there to tell you to feel a certain way i am not there to put on a show and dance like um you know what are the minstrel show or whatever it's called is it minstrel i'm trying to go who performs for the king the I can't remember the name of it. The guy who like performs for the kid. Anyways, I'm not there to put on a show. I'm there to... Jester. Yeah, Jester, that's it. Gotcha. It was minstrel show. Is that like a race thing? Oh, no. Um, I, I'm, I'm there to be... I'm not there to be a Jester. I'm there to like... I like honestly, I'm like, I'm there to kick it with my friends. Yeah. So part of that is letting them see me. So if I'm having a bad day, they know. And I'm not like up there like, oh my gosh, y'all, the day was the worst. I'm just like, y'all, the stress is real. Let's fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I want people to have the space to bring that to class too. And there are people that will come to my classes and be like, like I'll see it in some of the songs, there'll be tears in the eyes, and I'm like, you better let it out! You fight! Like, you bring that battle. So I, I'm like very anti, like, smile! Which is not a, I know, like, that's like a very common thing. And yeah. Like, that's important to people. But I'm like, if you want to yell, yell. If you don't, don't. You just bring what you want to the table. And I'm providing the, I, I did the workout, I provide the battleground, let's fight together. Yeah. You know? Like, one of my idols, fitness idols, um, he says, motion brings emotion. Ooh. Motion creates emotion. That's Who is this? Steve Boot. He's very famous. I, like, fangirl over him so hard because he, <laughs> he teaches Zumba. He's, like, one of my mm. heroes. But um, he says motion creates emotion Mm. and being able to, I think when you set that tone for your class, you invite everybody to feel what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And, and something that I've learned that has been really cool for me, I'm like, I'm totally stealing that as an instructor. Girl, steal it. Bring it. Steal it. I I tell them to bring it to the altar. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like last couple, last couple minutes. I'm like, widow's might. (laughs) Everything you have. Okay. I need it all. I need everything you have. And I don't care what your neighbor has, everything you have, and it's enough. Yeah. It is enough. But I need it all. And you bring that to the altar, and let's make a sacrifice. Maybe let's go. <laughs> but I think, too, just reminding them, like, this is this is your safe space mm-hmm. to do that. Because the second they walk out our door, we don't know what's going on out there. Yeah. We don't know what battles they're fighting. We mm-hmm. have no idea what they brought into class. And being able to give them that space that it's like, you're not expected to smile here. You're expected to feel what you're feeling. I mean, even if you want to smile, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, but I'll then, sure. but feel it and feel it and lean into it. And mm-hmm. and if and I've totally had classes where I pe- have people like leaving sobbing, and it doesn't even matter the format. I love it. I'm like, you but it's like it because they felt something so hard mm-hmm. and they let themselves yeah. feel that. And I think, and I would love to even ask, like, what do you do? Um, how do you take yourself? Because I even asked, how do you teach there? How do you take all this that you've shared and create um, a space to do that? How do you bring that to your teaching form? There's something, and I think this is your emotion creates emotion. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. I have really big theories on, yeah, it took me a while to to feel this, but I feel like something special happens, and I think you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then let's talk about it. But there's like, 
when people are being pushed physically, like these walls, like walls come down. There's something about like the thing, the walls that you put up that you're like, okay, to like protect yourself. And so other people can't really see your struggles when you're like getting pushed physically, especially getting close to that brink, the more exhausted you get, the more walls that come down and behind physically vulnerable. Yes. And and behind these walls, I love it. (laughs) And behind these walls is this like tender, special little nucleus of a person and that is i feel like people at their core it's like their hopes and dreams what they want their fears their insecurities and i feel like as an instructor my goal is when i see that when i get that is to build it up and make it stronger so when those walls come back up they are more fortified and i feel like that is a very it feels like a very precious mantle to me a very important responsibility And so what I don't want to do is I don't want those walls to come down and then I come in and make that nucleus, that little person, that person, that protected person weaker. I don't want to make them more scared or feel small. I want to empower them, right? And so it's kind of started changing some of the way I talk during like fitness. Um, First off, connection is big because I I need to create a a type of trust. And that takes time. That's not just like, hey, trust me, I'm good. (laughs) This is me like after classes, I try to have an interaction with everyone. Literally everyone. If it's like a fist bump or like, what's going on? Are you okay? I saw you pushing. I saw tears in your eyes. Let's talk. And I've had some long conversations and I love them all. Um, But I try to encourage connection. I try to encourage my class to connect during class. So I'll be like, turn to someone next to you that you saw working and be like, girl, you brought it. (laughs) Like I try to, moments where we like, create like a system of safety and of trust, right? Like a team. Yeah. And then I try to create the venue for them to get to that point. And that's where the workout is, right? Get to the point of, to that point of like pushing yourself to that point or having those walls come down. And then I make sure that it, I just really try to make sure that like when they do come down, like that's when you, that's when you build them up. And if that's like letting them know like, hey, look how far you've come. And I'm not talking about this dumb, this dumb class. It's like not about this class. Like it's not about this dumb little 45 minute class, which I love. It's about what's happening out there. Like, look how far you've come. Yeah. Like, look, like, I am under no illusion that there are, that people are walking around with like perfect lives. No, I'm under no illusion that people are like have grown up with no struggle or difficulty. That's like not humanity. And so I want people in class to take something that can help them in their day to day and I'm like look at look at where you are mm-hmm. like there might have been times when you thought you wouldn't make it this far or times you thought you'd be in different situations or you may even thought you were going to be in a better place than you are now but like the point is look at you're a fighter you're here right I don't know yeah. I just try to like <laughs> like build that up <laughs> so when those walls come back up it's like they take that energy into their life into the next battle I don't know yeah well I think being able to create resiliency but I think you said you touched on something so important that I'm I get really strongly strong feelings about is the language mm. and and like the words that we use like even things like I had one of my friends come to my class and at one point I said I want you to uh, it was like I want you to bring it and she goes what if you said I want to invite you Oh, interesting. I know. And I was like, tell me more. Tell me uh, why. Yeah. yeah. And she, oh, I'm like, response. I want to, I want to That's know. a good, humble response right there. I'm like, tell me more. I'm always about, tell me more. I love that. Because I'm not going to be like, no. No. Okay. It's <laughs> like, it's instinctively you want to get defensive, right? Yeah. You're like, like, I was, that was a really good moment for me. Yeah. I thought I was, everyone was in it. But she said, I want to invite you because being able to say, I want you to do this. Mm-hmm. 
could either form a feeling of resistance depending on where they are and they'd be like i do not want to interesting you don't know me um almost kind of reaction or it makes them feel like they can't listen to their own bodies so it's like if i I want you to give me everything right here Mm. or even change it to i want you to give me everything whatever that looks like to you like being able to in to make it more of an invitation and personal I love that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So things, the things we say really matter. Or even things like, I'm trying to remember, I w- took a class recently and the instructor said, you know, like that fat roll, right? You have, like all of us have. And I said, oh, I hate that. I don't like that. No, yeah. Like it was, it felt so icky to me um, yeah. because I'm like, whether we, we all have it or not, all of a sudden you just took the room and shut everyone down because Man. you reminded us how, you know, it's like everyone just felt small and you know when stuff like that happens i'm like projection yeah projection I'm like this is where and you are with funny, your body you know? or with the way you feel about it. and i'm like especially like nowadays with food and bodies it's like let's not yeah let's not and not bringing food period yes. into into conversations about mm-hmm. like fitness classes like mm. you're here to work off those thanksgiving calories it's like mm. no we're here to move because it feels good because like yeah. you said we have something to move through let's yes. put it together and I think being able to change that dialogue also creates that safety. And for sure. Can you imagine you're, you're struggling with body image stuff and then you come to a space and you're reminded about it? Yeah. Like, come on now. I did have, there was a time like years ago, I don't know if it was long ago, but um, I had a shift like that too. And this is an example of not a great moment. But um, we all have them. I used to do like Thanksgiving, <laughs> like, you know, Thanksgiving ride. And I would do like, do it for the pie, do it for the biscuits. <laughs> and my intention wasn't to say like, like, you got to earn the biscuits or the pie. But I was like, that's... Someone pointed out, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's totally how it sounds. Yeah. So then I just you started... you don't think about it. No. Because you're like, we're like doing it's this the theme, so we can and it's so, it's fun. so fun. Yeah. No, but I'm like, I do not food. I don't, like, food is fuel. It is not an enemy. Mm-hmm. Food is your friend. It is not... It's delicious. It, it's, it's what gives us the power, right? Yeah. You're like, ooh, when I have a big meal before, my class knows. I'll come in and be like, y'all... I had Taco Bell last night. <laughs> I ate good. And they're like, oh, it's going to be good today. It's be good Not because I'm trying to work off Taco Bell. Yeah. It's because it gives you power. Yeah. Anyways. But um, <laughs> I've, I've adjusted since for Thanksgiving where it's just like each song represents a different food. It's like, this is our cranberry <laughs> song, baby. Well, just because I want, you know, it's like, I don't want it. We don't earn food. Yeah. We, we don't do that. Oh, I hate that concept. No. Well, I think just being, I think it, like we, we recognize it brings the outside in. Mm. It brings it outside like we were in the zone, we were safe, it was cool, and then all of a sudden you tell me I have a fat roll, and then I have to like earn my pie, and then all of a sudden it shifts the way yeah. we feel. I think I think like you painted that beautiful picture of like little nucleus. That's exactly yeah. it. It just goes in and just like pokes. Have I been smaller. dinging the nucleus this whole time, or have yeah. I building it up? Yeah, I yeah. love that. I've like my the way I've taught has shifted a lot because in the beginning I was like. I have to make the most complex workouts. I have to make, I have to have the most curated this and that. It's so hard. Right. <laughs> and over time, I've been like, that is an important element, right? Planning and the workout. But I think what's more important is how, like, how you fortify people to take on their day-to-day. Yeah. And I think that comes with having a good workout. Without a good workout, you can't do the rest. So, like, yeah. make the good workout. But, like, when I come to class, I'm there to have fun with my friends. So, I'm like, I bring that, try to bring that vibe. And if I'm not feeling it, I tell them, I'm like, y'all be going to work today. The struggle is real. <laughs> and they're like, we've been like, there. We're here. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let, like, you, let's all fight today. Um, but yeah, it's like the vibe is just like, 
Yeah. I forgot where I was going with that thought. But I, I feel important about the vibe. <laughs> well, I do want to even mention, I saw you teach for like two and a half seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so magical. Oh, really? I like, oh, yeah. Because you could tell that it was right after like a really intense climb. So Ooh. here's, let's, let's. It was the finisher. Picture. It was probably Oof. the finisher. Um, Michelle goes, I was like down in one of the gyms you teach at. And she was like, let me show you these black lights. But also Stacy's here. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Cool in the dark, cool, black cool, lights cool, cool, cool. and Stacy. Like, it's all in one. <laughs> the ultimate experience. But you had a packed class. Mm. The energy, like you could feel it the second you like entered the threshold. I did let me see like, music. Oof. But not, it wasn't even just the music, the people, the smiles, the feeling, like you mm. could just feel like the, I was walking into almost like a very sacred space being like, oh my gosh, I hope I don't ruin this. Um, but then you just finished something really hard and you were kind of like, oh, like on your bike. Oh like, yeah. I tell it. you, I'm like, I don't think no. I'm tired. I'm like slumped over. But being able I'm to like, like see that. And then everyone's like, we did it. Like verbalizing, like Stacy, you did it. We did it. Oh my gosh. And I thought this is something so special like this is something i want in all my classes this is something i want to see in my instructors where that i manage i want to i want people to feel that mm-hmm. to not just feel connected to themselves but feel so connected to the workout and the environment that they're all just they're in it they're cheering mm-hmm. you on they're cheering themselves on everyone's feeling it and it's just ugh. you can't help when you get to and the black push. lights come on yeah what were we doing i feel like something was, was happening as you walked in because i remember being like I have a couple different workouts and they're different levels. There's like some disassociative where it's like focusing more on like less on the workout, more on like something internal and then, or some distraction and you know, but yeah, that was like a, I have my class, like in my classes, we do like a little bit of interactive things at certain points. And by the end, it's just like people (laughs) are like high fiving and slapping butts or whatever they're doing. (laughs) Like people are having a good time. (laughs) So we, yeah, I try to curate an experience for my classes too, where it's like you're gonna come in and get a workout, but you're also gonna make some friends. Yeah, you know you're gonna leave a little bit connected, and it's cool too because I love that. Like, even the it's it's like some people think, well, like some people don't. They're not at the gym to like chat, you know. Yeah. And in my class, I call them my assassins. They're the people that like come in. They're like stern faced they do the workout Front they bounce left of the room and then there's the the frat boys which is I call like they're the ladies in the back that are like they're the ones slapping butts and like they're just there to have a party um and it's cool even though like I to see the assassins in my class like get value and meaning from like the little bit of camaraderie and to see the frat boys like it's just like everyone gets a little something and yeah. people you know people don't like that style too yeah. and there's other cycle classes for them you know, so like cool. Like what a what a cool thing, right? Yeah. Something for everyone. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. You did you ask totally like did. Okay, good, because I was No, like, you totally did. I'm the king of tangents. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the all encompassing message was that we create the experience. Mm-hmm. But I think it starts with us doing our own thing first. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do you gotta find out what that is and that takes some um some experimenting. It takes like trying things out, right? takes i i did a song the other day and i walked around to get some feedback i was like what do we think about this song some people have been coming for a little bit and they were like uh not my favorite and i was like this is how we grow yeah. this is how we grow i took some notes and i was like all right we got to take chances right we have to venture into the unknown sometimes into the unknown, unknown. <laughs> no i love that and i think being able to be open to that feedback too um so then if you were to leave these people okay 
I didn't tell, I'd never tell anyone about this. But if you had to give people one piece of advice, these instructors that are either veterans or brand, brand new, what is something that you would leave with them today to either their takeaway? Okay. I have a story. I love it. You said you never tell people this? I never tell people, I never drop people or like the nugget. You have to give me one golden nugget. Oh, gotcha. And then all of a sudden makes everyone scared. But you're not scared. (laughs) He's not afraid. I'm not afraid. I've been too scared my whole life. (laughs) Um, I think of this experience I had with my great grandma, um, who is no longer with us, but she lived a long life, so it's not a sad thing. (laughs) Um, She was in Galveston, and it's in Texas, and it's hot. And it's just like a brutal environment as far as like temperature goes sometimes. Humid. Um, So I'm with my great grandma and she's like, let's go on a walk. And I'm like, okay. And we go outside and I'm immediately like, this is a bad idea. It's so hot outside. And she's old and I'm like, we shouldn't be out in the sun. (laughs) Anyways, at one point, I think she noticed me like struggling in the heat. And she was like, oh, she was like, what's, she was like, you're okay? She's like, it's really hot. I was like, the sun is just like killing me right now. And she was like, oh, should we shut the sun off? Should we tell it to stop shining? And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, she, she was, wouldn't that be nice? And I was kind of like thinking, I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of nice for me. Like the sun stopped shining. It's less brutal on me. And she was like, think about the effect that would have if the sun stops shining. Think about all the plants that would die, all the people that would suffer, all the industries that would collapse. Like life needs the sun. Like, Earth, so many people need the sun. And just because I'm uncomfortable in the sun doesn't mean it should stop shining. She's like, if you're uncomfortable, you can put on a hat, you can go in the shade. And I'm like, dang, she's really grilling me on this, right? (laughs) And then she motions to the sun and she goes, that's you. She goes, you were meant to shine. You were meant to be brilliant. You were meant to give light to be yourself you were meant to shine and if you stop shining because someone else is uncomfortable that can have a catastrophic effect on what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to accomplish you were meant to shine and like to this day i like get goosebumps thinking about it and i think that's like something everyone should take away is like you were meant to shine you were meant to be the brilliant light you are not the brilliant light Stacy is or the brilliant light Andy is. You are meant to be the brilliant star that you are. And so many people will be helped by virtue of you just existing as yourself. I don't think the sun is endlessly working to shine. It just does what it does. It is itself. It exists in its own. And as we do that, um, we'll help those around us. And there will be people who will be uncomfortable with the way we shine. And they can put on sunglasses. They can go inside because it's a personal problem, right? And so I think that's like the last thing I'd like to leave. Wow. Okay, shout out. That was incredible. <laughs> Did you say it was your great grandma? Yeah, she's amazing. That she's was so beautiful. wise. Um, and I just want to say, like, how many people have been blessed from you oh. being exactly who you are? And I just want to echo that anyone out there that's afraid to be yourself, whatever that means, whether it's in the fitness instructor realm, whether it's in your personal life, just being able to recognize, do the work, find out who you are and be exactly that. Cause like you said, just by being here, just by yeah. existing, we make a difference. You do so good. That was so awesome. Tell people how they can find you. Ah, 
Because you want an to old be wooden bridge in seven. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am. Uh, you can find me Stacy Harkey S T A C E Y H I K E Y on Instagram, um, and then you can find like I'm on TikTok and uh, like you get my company's JK Studios on YouTube. I don't know. There's like a bunch <laughs> of different places, but. I'm a mess. So if you find me, just be prepared for like chaos. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so awesome. You need to follow him. And so thank you so much for being here. I feel so uplifted. Ah, I'm like, I'm going to go you. home and write all the notes. I'm, I am <laughs> going to sit in my office exactly where I am. <laughs> but go back and listen. But because there is so much, just the plants, the <gasps> sun, the ecosystem. Oh, can you tell I love oh analogies? My, I love it. I love it. And I and I honestly have loved learning from every every gorgeous picture that you painted for us today so thank you so much thank you we will see everyone oh it's been so fun can you say goodbye ciao ciao love you all love you so much